Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. I am your host, giving you yet another half hour of what today's episode is going to be. Um, how's everybody's Friday? We finally made it to the weekend. Extremely excited. Had a really long day, but it was productive. Things got done, and I was able to go home. I'm telling you, though, um, it's been very stormy down here in the South. In case you haven't been like following the news and the weather, um, it's been hell of thunderstorms. It seems like uh, <clears throat> the tornado season, hur- not hurricane, sorry, it's not till June. Uh, tornado season, thunderstorm season has flared up early and hot. I mean, this these storms that's been passing by these past few days have been raking up a death toll, causing millions, if not probably almost billions of dollars in damage across many states down here in the South. Um, in fact, we might be under some sort of a tornado watch tonight now i think i had i told you guys a couple of weeks ago whatever we had what i'm you know we had what i'm pretty sure was a tornado uh it hasn't been confirmed but believe me i've never been in a uh thunderstorm quite like that one so i can tell you right off the back i was like no that had to been a tornado okay we don't get many of those in new york city but lately even they've been like getting tornadoes sporadically here and there more than ever before i mean the weather's gonna be crazy this year i already see it you know from um huge amounts of snow in uh, California to, you know, all these thunderstorms and then hurricane season isn't even here yet. That starts June 1st. So I can't imagine how the Atlantic is going to be this year, um, given all the other crazy weather phenomenon we've been having just in the first three months alone this year. So, hey, if you're out there in those states right now where the weather is just out of control, be careful, drive safe. Um, don't be like me when I had that blackout a few weeks ago. Make sure you got some money in your pocket, some, um, you know, all your electronics are charged up and all this stuff. So, uh, just be careful out there. Um, all right. So, Hey, I'm going to get into today's episode, which of course it's Friday. So you already know what that is. That is, uh, is there such thing as a stupid question? So if you've been following the show long enough, you know, I go on Quora, the website, Q-U-O-R-A, and I find some of the most interesting ridiculous and dumbest questions and answers by the way on here and what i do is i just kind of scroll through and kind of take a look and see what is actually uh what's new what what people are asking nowadays because i'm telling you when you think when you're afraid to ask a question somebody probably already asked it on this page so on this uh app so google apple whatever your phone platform is it the app is available and it's free and you can um ask questions yourself and answer questions be like your own little uh own little psychiatrist i guess all right so i'm already in it and i'm going to um i already opened this up and it's already a, a fucking dumb question um like right here I, I can't make this up this person asked why can't you pee out the car window gee i don't know ask r kelly maybe he might know why would you okay i'm I'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna see if there's you know there's 12 answers to this i'm just gonna go right into um jesus Christ, why you can't pee out the window okay let's see he's somebody by the name of jason says hmm i didn't know you couldn't is the car moving or stop got to consider wind direction speed to <laughs> um uh, this person william says who said you couldn't i recommend that you try it Go for it. Somewhere around 75 miles an hour should do the trick. No, don't do it at all. Don't pee out the window, okay? If you have to, in extreme cases, utilize a bottle or something in your car or just, like, pull the fuck over somewhere. Um, not a shady area, but somewhere kind of bushy, whatever, and just go for it. But I wouldn't recommend doing it at the speed of 75 miles an hour because more than likely, 
that pee is just going to come right back on you. And it's going to be all over your car. Not that it really matter because, you know, dry up and, you know, on the outside surface of the car as the car is moving and stuff like that. But you're going to risk the chance of the pee going into the car. Just pull over a rest stop somewhere, a restaurant, and just go use the bathroom. That's probably your best bet. Don't pee outside the window. All right. So um, this next person, uh, hold on. I, I, I just need to see something real quick. Uh, let's see. This person asked, is it okay to not shower for a week? Hmm. Now, for you military guys like myself, you guys already know in the field how that is. It's disgusting. Okay. Now, for those who are not in the military, who is able to have, you know, get in the shower every day, don't do it. Okay. Um, this person, Lynn says, no, it is not okay to go without a shower for a week. I have no idea how many times my colleague bathe, baths during the week. Her clothing looks clean, but she stinks. She's middle-aged, married, three teenagers, make almost six figures. Her husband works in technology, so he probably does. Uh, it's not like she can't afford to take care of her hygiene. The smell is offensive. I thought about reporting it to our director. Just know if you're going that long without a bath or a shower, you'll smell. I mean, that's without saying. I don't even know why would you go a whole week without a shower unless you're in a circumstance like, I don't know, like being in the field in the military or something where you can't. But if you are near a bathing facility, you better wash your ass. There's no reason unless you're doing a TikTok challenge. And even then, that's definitely not a reason. Um, somebody also says, TJ, he says, wow, ass got to be funky in the week. And then Judy says, I went a month uh, without showering after a hip replacement, but I did take bird baths and husband washed my hair. It felt so good when I was able to step over the tub to take a shower. Okay. Let me go back. In instances like that where you are recovering from an injury or something or a surgery and you can't take a shower. Okay, cool. But yes, at least that woman resorted to bird baths. Yes. Just, you, she still made an attempt to wash her ass. Even if it wasn't in a shower, she went to the sink, washed her hot spots, and kept it moving. I don't recommend you don't shower for a week. I recommend you shower, if not every day, every other day. But shower, for the love of God. Um, let's see. Next one here. Mm, let's see. I'm going to try to find something interesting. Um, okay, somebody really asked this question. How do dogs and cats react to each other's presence in the same house? Okay. Um, gosh, we've watched Tom and Jerry and many other cartoons and TV shows, okay? But there's uh, that whole um, thing about cats and dogs not getting along. That is not always the case. Some cats and dogs can coexist, okay? Um, there's got to be a natural kick to dogs that just like, hmm, cat, I'm going to chase the cat. And cats have this thing, this defense mechanism when it comes to dogs. But no, I've been in a few households where cats and dogs coexist perfectly fine. Okay, um, I don't know if that, and it varies on dog breeds too, but I think generally any dog, any dog, excuse me, can coexist in one spot. And if you know, if I, you know, I noticed one thing, nobody answered that question. That only tells me it's a stupid question. And that question actually came in 42 minutes ago. Yeah, so, you know, that dogs can, dogs and cats can get along. Okay, boom. Um, hmm. Let's see what this next one is. Um, oh, somebody asked this one. Uh, let's see. 
What is the most disturbing thing you have seen in a public shower? Hmm. For those who go to like resorts and whatever parks, recreation areas, or truck stops. Okay, even for the truckers. Um, this woman, Rosemary, answered the question by saying, the urine traveling down between my legs as I looked around, made sure nobody else saw it. Actually, this is not entirely true. I would usually let it out slowly during the shower. Of course, nobody could see. I was never worried. Even I could barely distinguish the shower water from my pee even when I tried to look. Usually, I would never look down, etc. Don't want to draw attention. I assume a lot of women... Other women were doing the same. At home, almost everyone does it in the shower in public. I bet it's around 50-50. You know, do you guys pee in your own shower at home? Now, think about it. The toilet is literally a step out the shower. But let's be honest. Like, like, like you get in the shower, and you're like, damn, I got to pee. Now, all of a sudden, I got to pee, right? Now, you're already suds up and, you know, wet and everything else. And you're already getting into the vibe of your shower, and then now you got to pee. You know, do you pee in your own shower? Do you like step out with suds and all and go to the bathroom? And I mean, like you're already in the bathroom, but you go to the toilet, you know, like I'm pretty sure people do pee in their shower, in their own personal shower. I'm sure. Uh-huh. I- I'm-, I'm pretty sure of it. Maybe some of you have done it a couple of times. It depends. Situations are uh, different. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Oh, th- this one's a doozy. Okay. This one's a doozy. Uh, it's, it's a question here. It says, my husband made my sister pregnant. He is saying it was by mistake and asking for forgiveness. My sister is also saying the same to her husband. What should I do? This is not a mistake. You've been played. There's no such thing as this shit being a mistake. If you're sleeping around It's only a mistake because you got caught. And even then, it wasn't a mistake. It was a choice. Messing around and cheating is a choice. I've made that perfectly clear in my previous shows that cheating is not a mistake. I'm dying to see what the answers are to this particular question here. I'm going to get right into it. Let's see. So this, this person, Ash Ash, says, So he had sex with your sister by mistake once, twice, three times? If it was once and he got her pregnant, that's one hell of a coincidence. Would it have been a mistake if he hadn't been caught? If she hadn't have gotten pregnant, would you even know? I said get rid of him. That said, when you've gotten used to living with someone, go it alone and can, you know, can be tough. Keep your options open and let them deal with their mess. Again, though, it's your sister, your niece or nephew working on the self-love has got to come first. Do what you need to do. Be okay. Best of luck. Honestly, I'll cut my sister off and I'm dumping homeboy. That's it. That that would be me in a nutshell. There's no fixing that. Because like that person said, that would be one hell of a coincidence. Okay? But but this had to happen more than once. There's no I've never heard of a situation where somebody was messing around and instantly got pregnant. Now I'm pretty sure it happens, but I personally don't know any situation like that. Okay? But that right there, yeah. They're getting cut off. You're not my sister no more. And, you know, for her, like, be like, okay, you're not my husband no more. We're done. You guys have a nice life. And then move on. Okay, next question. Um, Let's see. Oh, boy. Hmm, I don't know why men think this, but this is a good question. Um, This person says, my girlfriend is pregnant and she's keeping the baby, but I don't want to be a father. Should I leave her? You know... Despite the fact if you leave her, it's just a band-aid because guess what? 
She's going to find you for child support. And then you still have a child out there. So you're not really, you're just running away from your responsibilities. It doesn't really solve anything. Like this person says right here, who goes by the name normal guy. He literally says leaving does absolutely nothing. Two options. Number one, break up with her, get a good job in order to pay a minimum of $400 a month in child support along with the child's health insurance. Number two, stay with her and attempt to create a healthy, loving family unit, which will probably fail and put you at option one. This person, no cap. This is exactly what's going to happen. Now, you can just, or number, there's an option three, just be a complete fucking deadbeat and completely disappear. Okay, disappear, leave town, whatever. But either way, somewhere in your conscience, you have to think like, damn, I got a kid out there. This kid's going to find me one day. Because it's easy to find people nowadays. This kid's going to find me one day and he's going to be asking, he or she, is going to be asking a lot of fucking questions. And you better come up with a lot of good answers. So option one and option two is your best bet. But see, you you, you really have to analyze the people you're with and, and realize like, okay, am I really going to have a... You know, you, are you planning to have a kid? Now, sometimes things are not planned and shit just happens. I get that. And then that's where the tough part comes in, whether or not you keep the kid or not. You know, you might be with somebody that is uh, anti-abortion, my body, my choice. What are you going to do about it? You can't change that. But in some crazy instances, the husband or the boyfriend ends up killing her because she didn't make the choice he wanted to. And then that what does that solve? Now you're in prison for murder. It doesn't make any sense, man. Just be careful. I mean, I can't even say be careful of the people you pick because you just never know. Things could be good in the beginning. Things just change towards the end. But just be careful out there. Don't get caught slipping. Uh, all right. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, okay, somebody asked this question. Why did the Nashville shooting happen? You know, the most recent shooting with the kids at the at the Covenant School? Nobody knows how that happened. I, I really don't know. But there's a lot of speculation of, the per, you know, being transgender, mental instability, being the former student. There's too many variables. We don't know. You know, it's just these things just happen. People are on the verge of snapping in this country ever since the pandemic and the lockdowns. Some people will have a hard time readjusting to outside life. Then life is just in general harder. You got inflation, price, things are getting expensive. It's just a madhouse. We know we don't know what the hell the reason why this person did that. This person's dead. You know, dead men don't tell tales. So you're never really going to know. But, um... You know, it's just what it is. <sighs> okay, now this next one here says, um, this person asks, am I transphobic if I don't want my child to be trans? Now, okay, that is actually a really good question. That's not even a stupid-ass question, but that's real shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there is a thing now with gender identity, right? So uh, there's this common myth that kids don't know you know, that kids should ha would have no idea to know if whether or not they want to be a boy or a girl, depending on how they feel. A lot of people think that there's a lot of outside influence that plugs into that. Okay, now in this case, let's say your kid wants to be, wants to transition. Okay, now you'll love, you're supposed to love your child no matter what unconditionally, right? And now you're just like, because the kid is not what you expected. Now they want to transition. Like, does that make you transphobic? Now, let's just say you were ne you're, you're not transphobic, right? You have your kid, everything's cool, but then all of a sudden, 
Okay, your kid wants to change over. Now what? Are you transphobic? You weren't transphobic before. You may not be transphobic in that moment. You just have to grasp what is happening because it's not something you know you you expect. So the, um, this answer here um, by Dan, really good answer by the way. It's a little long winded, but I'll get through it. Um, he says, "I have a dirty secret for you. No parent wants their child to be trans. That's not because every parent is transphobic." Far from it. Most of us parents, I hope, want our children to be happy with who they are. And we also want them to decide for themselves who they should be. Unfortunately, every trans person has to deal with feelings of insecurity, doubt, low self-esteem, even suicidal depression. And that's before society, particularly in its legion of mouth-breathing yokels, when with attempts to shame them. We can't shield our kids from the pain no matter how hard we try. That hurts. But that's the price of self-determination. All we could do is love, support, create a caring environment, and hope that we're doing enough. I think that was a beautiful answer. Because you never know. You never know what your kid's going to be. Like, you see this little motherfucker at the hospital, and you just hope and, you know, hope for greatness. Hope that this kid is 10 times, fuck it, 100 times better than you in doing whatever it is they do. But guess what? You don't write that kid's future. You don't know what the hell that kid's going to be. That kid could be president of the United States. That kid could be a felon. That kid could be a scientist. That kid could be working, could be a KFC manager. You just don't know, right? And you can, you know, kids are going to be influenced by shit, but at the end of the day, like like I tell people, I'm like, you know, when it comes to kids, um, they have these admirations. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a police officer. But let's be honest. How many of those kids at that age group actually become those things? Not a lot. I would say out of 10 kids, um, <clears throat> out of 10 kids, Maybe three or four of them may actually become what they said they want to be. Everybody else just lives life and shit happens and they just in the wind somewhere, becoming something, trying to find themselves. Some kids actually stay on course and want to be that. And they're around, they surround themselves or their parents surround them with influences of like being a police officer, a firefighter, whatever. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. It says, uh, I'm going to read one more answer because that one was actually good. A good answer. Uh, let's see. Let me see. This woman, Aaron. No, I'm sorry. This guy, Daniel, says, I'm a gay man, but if I had children, I wouldn't want them to be gay. Does that make me homophobic? I just wouldn't want them to go to have to go through what I went through. And I also would want lots of grandchildren. Not going to lie. But I also want them to be married happily before they had children. I was raised in a two parent family and I wouldn't change it for the world. Cool. That's a great. That's a good answer. <clears throat> but again, that doesn't make he's a gay man. So. Him, if his child whatever becomes gay, it wouldn't make him, you know, homophobic. The man's gay himself. But again, these these are really slippery slopes that nowadays today's parents really got to deal with, you know, compared to generations prior. And then even I'm pretty sure generations prior, same deal. But it was it's a whole different, whole different world back then. Okay, so um, okay, this question here. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am I'm have to take a deep breath for this one. This person, I swear to God, just like, asked this. Why do many black people smell the same? You will have to smell every single black person to determine such a, such a thing. Okay, this woman, Claire, though, did answer this question. She seems to have a degree in biology and folklore. She says... Probably most of the black people in your area have a similar diet, which is slightly different from yours. Lots of okra, maybe? 
you know, damn, well, I ain't eating no okra. Okra, not okra, okra. People smell slightly of whatever they eat. South Asians often smell faintly of turmeric, and Chinese people say that white people smell of cheese. Asparagus, in particular, is notorious for coming through the, you know, coming through in the eater's sweat, urine, and semen. God, that's a, yeesh. Um, okay, let's see. This person says, Alan. To answer that question, he says, years ago, I had a girlfriend from the Indian subcontinent. She was like a whole meal herself. If spices feature heavily in your diet, that's what your skin tastes of. This is clearly not intended to be a racist comment. As Claire said, the Chinese famously said, we white people smell of cheese, or sometimes I've heard them say pork. This is a topic not often discussed in polite society, but strangers do sometimes smell, well, strange. But that also comes with... Um, yeah, it does come with what you eat, but it also comes in with the frequency of how much you bathe or even religious practices. But, I mean, white people smell of cheese? I mean, I, I heard that somewhere before, but I don't ever recall like smelling a white person and they smell like cheese. I don't think I've ever encountered that. No, I have not. So that's kind of odd to say. Um all right. <laughs> Moving right on to the next question. I, I that's that told you. I told you some of these questions are, are kind of out there. They're kind they're kind of out there. Um let's see. Okay, that's I'm not reading that one. That's fucking stupid. Um why okay, somebody asked, should a teenager still get spanked bare? No. Now I'm gonna go to the next question. That's just <laughs> course not why are you still spanking a 15 year old bare ass that's some questionable shit i think um i think some sort of uh child welfare service needs to get a hold of <sighs> hmm. oh wow here's a doozy right here oh god I, you know i don't know if some of these people just ask these questions for get you know to get a rise out of people or they just like dead ass serious um this guy or this person says <clears throat> my mom says my nine-year-old brother got a 14-year-old girl pregnant. How is that even possible? Well, I tell you what, I got a couple of answers here. Um, this guy, Richie, says, I'll answer your question. It's called unprotected sex. But a nine-year-old's dick is too small to wear a condom. Neither of them didn't yet know about the birth control pill at the time they had sex. This other person says, this is what happens when kids don't properly learn the facts of life. You have terrible parents, heed the warning signs. But wait, if this is remotely true, why is a 14-year-old having sex with a 9-year-old? That's almost like a case of babysitter messing around with the person she's babysitting. That is bizarre. In fact, I'd, I would, I'd be calling the police. If this, is, if, this, if this is remotely true, I'd be calling the police. There's no way. There's no freaking way. No nine-year-old should be having sex to begin with. Hell, 14-year-old shouldn't be having sex. But let's be real. A nine-year-old should not be having sex. So I, I I don't know how this is even flying. Somebody need to be calling the cops or something. Like straight up. All right, so move, I'm moving on. Ooh, boy. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Controversial, but yet good. Why is it that the majority of ladies between 30 and 35 are still unmarried. Ooh. So, there's a page on um Facebook called, you know, if you guys know of Kevin Samuels, right? He was the he was the guy on YouTube 
well-distinguished guy dresses up, gives advice about relationships and black men and black women, but he died of a heart attack maybe a couple of years or so ago, right? He came up with this thing called the wall. So he has this theory that women hit the wall somewhere in their mid-30s to almost their 40s, which means that, you know, they are just not as youthful, not as vibrant, and they just... Ugh, it's a whole nother story. I'm not even going to get into that, but I'm going to actually get into some answers to this question as I have about six minutes or so. Um, again, I'm going to read the question. It says, why is it that the majority of ladies between 30 and 35 are still unmarried? And there are answers to this. This person, JM, says simply, I think it's because it's so easy to meet and find someone else when things get hard. No one is in it for the long haul anymore. Marriage is tough. It sucks sometimes. You argue. Things get uncomfortable and people walk intelligent answer right there because yes marriage is not for everyone no more i think less and less people are getting married i i i had an episode way back a few seasons ago about marriage and you know today's society and whatnot it's the 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 sanction the 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 thing of marriage is not what it used to be you know marriage is treated as like some sort of a contract more than an actual commitment and this next person says Marriage is a concept, and every couple has the freedom to choose um, how to create the concept of marriage into a desired outcome. Simply put, knowledge of oneself, knowledge of what one wants, respect, and responsibility. Divorce is there for abusive relationships. Yes, tons of dollars are wasted on both weddings, divorce lawyers, but also on dating sites and all the nonsense. Okay. Well, again, look, there's a lot of women who are older are also choosing not to marry. Just like there are men that's getting older that's choosing not to marry. Just people are just not getting married anymore as much. Maybe that's just what it is. You know, I mean, it's it's not, you know, oh, man, she's been ripping and running the streets in her 20s, and now she's in her 30s. She can't find no one. There are way too many variables. Maybe that's one, but there are reasons why women are just not marrying at 30, 35. They could be attractive as hell. It's just they don't want to be tied down. They don't – they're afraid to be hurt. They may, they may be afraid of commitment, maybe not, but – there are many variables out there and people have their reasons, respect their reasons. Why, you know, they're not getting married. Hey, I've been married this year. It will be 11 years. It's a long road. And yes, we do bicker. We do disagree. Things get uncomfortable sometimes, but we make it work. We make it work. Okay. So next question. Let's see what we got here. I got about four minutes, four minutes. I still can't believe this person asked why do black people smell the same. I I'm just, I told you some of these questions are they're out there. They're out there. Um oof. This is this. I don't think this is something you might want to tell your kid. But this person says, is it okay? And this question just came in four minutes ago. Um, uh, it was a question for me, actually. It says, Is it okay to tell a child he will be a disgrace to the family, even if he makes the same mistake again? I don't think so. And I think in the grand scheme of things, like, okay, let's say an eight-year-old. You want to tell an eight-year-old they're a disgrace? I think that's more damaging than anything. Uh, I don't think you should be telling your kid anything about being a disgrace. And mistakes are just that, mistakes, okay? Now, kids are going to repeat the same mistake once or twice. That's part of growing up. It's part of life. But I will never, ever call my kid under any circumstances a disgrace. Because there's one thing I've come to learn is that there's a difference between somebody being mad at you and being disappointed at you. And I tell you what, I think somebody being disappointed at you hurts way more than someone being actually angry at you. But somebody to tell you that they are disappointed in you, particularly your parents, that shit's going to hurt. 
it's definitely going to hurt. It's it's worse than anything. It's worse than any any word. A disgrace. You know, you you carry that with you for a while. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, I got probably time for one more question. Oh no, yeah, this guy's going to jail. He says I'm 45 year old, 45 years old, but I like teenagers. Why? Because you're going to fucking jail, my guy. I don't know what the fuck is going on with you, but that sounds like a, I wouldn't even have asked that question under any name. That's just like, ah, uh, it's time for you to go. <laughs> it's time you get up out of here. Um, damn, people just had some weird shit. Um, da, 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 give me one question. I'm gonna just. Hmm. Okay, why do the police ask? Do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, this person just simply answered. They want two things. Number one, for you to fess up. And number two, if number one fails, they have to tell you why they pull you over. Because, again, like, if, somebody, if a cop tells you why, why why did I pull you over, they expect an answer. And they expect an answer so you can incriminate yourself. But either way, you're fucked because they pulled you over. They know why they pulled you over. They want to know why you pulled. Like, let's say they, you pass a stop sign. Okay, whatever. And they stop you. And they're like, why'd you pull? Why'd you, uh, do you think why I pulled you over? And you're like, I don't know. Oh, there was a stop sign back there. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that, that's how that whole game works. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Daily Mind. And is there such thing as a stupid question? Um, be careful out there. I've, I got more storms coming my way. I'm just hoping, hoping that my lights stay on this time. Because, I mean, the last time was four days without electricity. And it was pretty, kind of cost us a bit. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, just be safe out there. Tomorrow will be another episode on I don't know what. But I'm pretty sure a topic will come to mind. And of course, tell your friends and email, of course, the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. You guys have a great evening. Have a great weekend starting. And we'll do this again tomorrow. Ciao.